try not to do that impression again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Here we go. Well, hello there. This is Jonathan Starkey, a.k.a. AbFab, a.k.a. your delightful, delicious, lovely host of this wonderful digital pub called Cheshire Matters, where we are joined this evening by the great and the good Stats. Say hello, Stats. Good evening. Happy New Year. Oh, and Happy New Year, New Year to all our lovely listeners out there. Can't oh, forget about them, can we? And that man they call the gazelle. The slender, the man who can actually chew grass like no other gazelle can. Go ahead, sir. Say hello. And it is grass as well. Normal grass, not the other grass. Indeed. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and a very happy new year to everybody listening. Indeed, indeed. And... Not those are not, because I'm not interested in them. Okay, don't get too close to your mic, Trevor. Okay. <laughs> Right, okay, and I have to tell you that Mr. Ingram, a.k.a. The Raven, isn't here this evening. (laughs) He's actually out doing community business in Blaken. Uh, Community hours he's doing, he's having his own. (laughs) He's picking picking up litter. I'm just thinking, who's in the mutant firing line here? Is it me not? (laughs) (laughs) you <laughs> me best behavior. Yeah. No, you're all safe this evening because it's a brand new year. We're in 2023. Yeah. And what can I say? How was your Christmas, Mark? Did you have a good one? Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> that was really enthusiastic. Well, I was a little bit poorly, so it could have been oh, a bit poorly. Oh. Yeah. What about you, Trevor? Man was absolutely spectacular i spent it with my daughter and my grandchildren it was fantastic well i have to say that i really really enjoyed this christmas it was relaxing i overindulged i have to say a little bit too much food well i have to say it was a little bit too much food and maybe a little bit too much drink although i was extremely coherent uh and uh, the daughters and um, some of the extended family came around and they were so childish. They brought around these, have you seen these Nerf guns with these little, oh, yeah. like, sort of foam pellets? I don't know, but when you say they're childish, Jonathan, I mean, they are only three. <laughs> yeah. I wonder where they get that from, eh, yeah. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder. And they were, just, they were just running around firing these Nerf pellets at each other. And one of them hit me and I felt it. Hit me in the cheek, and I'm not oh, talking about on. the back cheek. I'm talking about the cheek <laughs> on my face. I looked around, and you should have seen the look of fear on the boyfriend's faces. <laughs> the boyfriend of my daughters, that is. Okay, we're not talking raving and MS lingerie here <laughs> not tonight. I actually really, really enjoyed it. I, you know, I thought it was great. Christmas games, good food, simple as that. I just told my wife that I'm going to keep her for another year. <laughs> See how we go on. That's unlucky for her. (laughs) Anyway, let's start off with the roundup. And I'm telling you now. You're paying a compensation. Like what? (laughs) I'm not paying her anything. It's me. I'm the employee, not her. (laughs) You know, and it's a job I can't get out of because, you know, I just, I wake up and thinking I've lost the job. And then I wake up thinking, oh my God, I'm still employed. (laughs) As Mr. Starkey. Anyway, do you remember at Christmas we were talking about those inventions that we had? And I said chicken tikka masala. 
Oh, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. Remember that? Well, <clears throat> the chef who invented it, the chicken tikka masala, he died. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Right? Super Ali Aslam, the creator of the chicken tikka masala. Super, super califagious. No, super, super Ali Aslam, the creator of chicken tikka masala, he oh, died. I was actually quite sad about that. I'm not going to start mentioning anybody else now, except for maybe a few politicians, because if they well, die when I mention them. If he's died. If they die when I mention them. Anyway. You can't be that nice. No. Nah. Well, soaring cost of living is causing a mental health crisis. And this is coming from official figures. How about that? Yeah, but what caused the cost of living crisis? Ah, well. Because no. that's what's caused it. The other crisis. Well, at the same time, you know, we've got doctors boasting about how much they can earn as locums. And there was a story in, and this came from the Times and Sunday Times, about the NHS crisis pays off for a locum firm and its one million pound chief. So the chief of an employment agency who employs locums and puts them in it's earning a million pound a year. I, you know, this is just about right. kind of incredible. What's anybody feel about what happened in Scotland with the the gender? Come on, shocking! It's, it's shocking, isn't it? It's just a you know, when's it going to stop? I don't know. It's well, probably not, is it? Well, unless the government actually puts up a legal challenge to it, sixteen-year-olds are going to be able to self-identify. I mean, that's well, it's just I think incredible. It's going to be. Oh. It's an absolute, uh, I don't know how to word it. You're going to end up with males going into female toilets, etc., just when they want to identify. Oh, yeah. No, oh, it's yeah. a recipe for disaster, this lot. There are obviously genuine people out there, of course there are, but I'm, I don't know I'm concerned over this. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. Well, I'm, I'm really concerned. I'm really concerned, Trev, because what they're not doing is they're not teaching these children about the consequences of what happens later on in life after taking all these drugs and having these operations, and there's a lot, a lot of people now who are detransitioning, I'm really regretting it. But their stories aren't told. No. Oh, no, no, no. They're not no. coming out. They'll, they'll, change their, they'll change their bodies and their mental health forever. And Starmer... All guinea pigs. Starmer is coming in for a battering over it because if he's not going to stand up for women, because it's the safe spaces. So if people can self-identify as a woman, then all those men that have been convicted of sexual assaults and things of that nature can just self-identify as a woman, and then they can actually invade the spaces, toilets, the changing rooms. Who is very, very prominent. They've already suggested doing this. Go ahead. Ian Huntley. All right, okay. Really? He's he's, he's been not... Well, they've told him they're not going to do it, but... They're changing the laws daily, aren't they? So they're not going to be able to stop him, I wouldn't think so, if it carries on. They've well, got to do something. What's going on in Scotland? What's going on in Scotland? Because I've heard recently that the police are going to start calling paedophiles maps. Oh, yeah. Uh, maps? Mm. What's a map? No, no maps. That's non-offending, minor, attracted persons. That's it. I mean, no, what, 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 what the, the hell's yeah. going on? It's, so it, they're it, not paedophiles. They're minor, attracted people. They're literally trying to take the stigma away from being called a paedophile. We call a paedophile, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, well, it's wrong. Let's it's call them a nice, a nice, softer name that, that the people won't get offended by. Mm. Nonce. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs>
Kitty fiddler, because that's what they are. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just it is it is bad news. And if Starm is not going to stand up for the women, the women are going to make their opinions known, and they're not going to vote Labour. They're not going to vote for them at all. That's just a problem now, John. What is a woman? Because according to them, there's there's no definition now. So a woman's rights now. Then a yeah. woman is your boss if you're married. <laughs> that's what a woman is, and I'll state it out straight away. Yeah, she is the CEO. <laughs> I heard a comedian. Uh, I can't. I think his name is uh, Trevino. And he turned around and he just said, "He said, why, why, why did I park there?" <laughs> he said, "You know." <laughs> he's screaming now because his wife keeps on saying to him, "Why did you park there? You could have parked there." You know, why, why, <laughs> why did I did it? Why did I park there? And you know, oh, you've got anger problems. <laughs> He says, no, I've got wife problems. <laughs> he, just, he was just so, so funny about it. And he turned around and he said, he said, well, no, I've got, I've got wife problems. He said, I never go out driving and then go park the car and then say to myself, why did I park there? Why? <laughs> why did I park there? Yeah, true. <laughs> he just turned the whole thing. I, I showed it to my wife, and uh, she wasn't best pleased about what I was showing. She smiled because she could see the humor in it. But there you go. I mean, what can I say? Anyway, right now, here's a guy. And he's, he was a, a reporter on Pan, Panorama, a fellow called Sean Dilley. Right? And he's, uh, he's a friend. And he actually, he actually got his mobile phone robbed. Uh, while he was out in London, and he managed to catch the thief <laughs> and get the mobile phone back. How can you believe that? He's registered blind. Well, it's quicker than getting the police to do it, I suppose. You know, he could be that Marvel character. <laughs> the one, one, you know, the, uh, what do they call him? The daredevil? You know, the guy who's blind, um, but he can, like, sort of see things, you know, through, through like, a sort of an X-ray type of vision. I can't remember the name. I don't watch it that often. But anyway, and uh, he got his mobile phone back, so well done to him. Well, I'm, there must be something to do with um, the loss of sight, because I've been uh, looking at a, a uh, I'd call him Mrs. Nostradamus, actually, which is Vagababa, which is uh, an Hungarian <laughs> lady that predicts predicts the future. Oh. And she was she was went out into a storm one day, and she came back permanently blind, and she's seen things from there onwards. Wow, wow. Well, Baba, look her up. Amazing, and, and apparently she's eighty percent accurate. Ooh, Ooh, can you ask her to get the lottery numbers for this week? Yeah, yeah, she can't. But she was going. Well, to she, you're only going to you're only going to get eighty percent of the numbers, then, aren't you? So you're never going to get the top prize. <laughs> And the last one in the roundup is that PPE MedPro, you know, the, um, you know, the firm Baroness Moan, Baroness Bra. Oh, where's she gone? Yeah. Oh, well, she's on, still on leave to defend her honour because the government have now alleged legally that the firm supplied defective gowns to the NHS. Mm-hmm. Well, the last I heard about her, she was she was trying to defend herself. She was over in the Seychelles. Well, she probably was defending herself with sunblock, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Huh? But anyway, unbelievable, aren't they? They're coming for her. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind they're coming for well, her, that's, uh, and that's they're going to make they're going to make an example of her. Mm. Anyway, big news today. 
Guess who made an announcement? The Raven. No, I, I didn't that. finish the <laughs> sentence. Who made an announcement before Rishi did? Richard Tice of Reform. Oh yes. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding you. Uh, he must have known that you know Rishi was going to do something and say something. You know, he must have known, and so he did a press conference. If that's what it was, I didn't hear any press questions. But it was a Reform UK press conference on how to fix broken Britain. All right, mm-hmm. press conference with no press. Well, I don't know because it was just streamed, and I didn't see any audience there at all that's on the stream. Very, that's probably just a conference, then, isn't it? So anyway, or it could have been done online. I don't know. I think it was done on uh, YouTube. Actually, I think it was done online. Okay. Well, you know, he's asking what works in broken Britain. Well, there's not a lot working at the moment. And he's, he's asking, who can fix broken Britain? So with the Tories in charge for 12 years, the Tories have broken Britain. And Labour have no solutions. Yeah, yeah, that just seems to be the only conclusion, doesn't it? That's all you can, the only conclusion you can draw. Well, what is that? There's what, nobody else been in power. There's been, nobody else has been in power for the last 12, 13 years. And it's only the Tories that have ruined it. He's looking... And he actually it did make sense when he said it. He said he's looking to lift the income tax starting threshold to £20,000 from £12,571. Wow. How many will that take out of the bracket? Well, I, well, if you think about it, it would actually help with the pay increases that people are asking for. So then he said it's going to cost something like about $40 billion a year to do it. That's nothing. Chicken feed. It's chicken feed, yeah. No, and it's going to be less inflationary than increasing gross salaries for the same take-home pay. So if you increase it. Now, that is something I hadn't heard anybody state before. And he's, we, he wants to motivate and train people to get them back into work which is, yeah, that's a good thing. That's going to cost 30 to $40 billion per year. And the balance is going to be saved by cutting government waste as per reform's economic plan. Now, I haven't seen the economic plan. I haven't been into any detail about it. But that already, obviously, we'll be talking about health and social care, you know, reforms, because there's a lot of waste gone on there. But the interesting thing that he spoke about there was quite simply that he was wondering why the Bank of England, you know, when we had this quantitative easing that was going on and a lot of money came into the economy. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, he's saying that the banks are getting interest on the money that apparently, if I've got it right, that they're not drawing down. So by leaving the money that they're going to get paid by the Bank of England, in the Bank of England, they're getting interest on that money that they're not drawing down. So it's like, he said he's questioning why. He said no other country is paying interest on money, which is public money, public cash, which is going out to the commercial interests. And I was like, wow, that's the first time I've ever heard anybody mention something about that. And he was critical, highly critical of the Bank of England for doing it. Go ahead, Mark. Did he mention anything about holding anyone to account for what's gone on the last few years? No. Or maybe maybe reforming Parliament or sorting this mess out, no. 
Nah, no. I don't think they've got the guts for this, John, to be honest. Well, we do need a drastic reset. There's no two ways about it. With everything that's going on, and I can't get over it, but Rishi hasn't got the answers. All Rishi is saying is this. He's giving out half sort of truths. I, I don't even think... I think they've lost the ability to lie convincingly now. And the when he gave his conference... Uh, there were lots of journalists in the room, the pack, but he got absolutely hammered by those journalists. And Rishi is saying this. He's saying he's going to halve inflation this year to ease the cost of living. Okay? Their target is 2%. But he's going to get it down to about 6 7%. Well, when he says halve it, it depends what figure he's going to be talking about because inflation could go up. So it could go up to 15, it could go up to 20%, and then half of that is going to be 10% by the end of the year. He, he wants to get the economy growing. He wants to get debt falling. He wants to reduce the waiting lists, and he wants to stop the small boats coming in. So he basically wants to fix everything he's caused in the first place. Well, the Tories have caused. I mean, after, yeah. after 12 years of them being in, I mean, there's nobody else to blame. Who else is to blame? There is nobody else to blame. That's right. Do we believe that he's actually going to do any of this? Well, he's put himself on the line. He's just said that basically he will stand by that and he wants the public to judge him on getting something done. Now, there's only two, I think, of those promises that actually is going to happen this year. The others are going to be ongoing. So well, again, the last of the next election. So it's absolute bobbins. <laughs> I know, I know. It's talking absolute bobbins. It's but free beer tomorrow. It's a, it's oh, a free beer tomorrow. Mark I know. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Say, say suffer yeah, now, yeah, jam tomorrow. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll give we give away free beer in the future at some point. Free beer. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm dead. <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow. I just I can't absolute bobbins. Bobbins. Well, if you yeah. Anything, anything that he says. Yeah. I mean, to prove a point, we, we were meant to leave the EU, were we not, about 10 years ago? It's going to be about 10 years by the time they actually destroy all their laws, isn't ah. it? 2026 now, is it? It isn't going to happen. Okay. We know that. It isn't going to happen. happen is it? No. Um, the House of Lords no. have actually brought it back, you know, the legislation, because there was going to be a bonfire of some of them. But the House of Lords have brought it back and they've actually sort of put the kibosh on things just at the moment. So they're being hampered left, right and centre by doing certain things. I, you know, I, I just feel they've lost the ability, and I'll say it again, they've lost the ability to lie convincingly to the public because the public no longer believe them. And also, I don't even think they believe their own words. I don't think that they it, it ju he just didn't look convincing to me today and everything about what he was doing seemed to me to be just going through the motions putting the emphasis on the right phrases at the right times so that it would come in but he you know he really got hammered by the press there because uh, Beth Rigby from Sky turned round and I'll, I'll give way to you momentarily Mark um, Beth Rigby turned around and said well Basically, back to reality, you can't catch a bus. You can't catch a train. You can't get a doctor's appointment. And you're still waiting for that operation. What's supposed to be happening? And she was right. You know, you're making all these promises. And all he did was basically just go on and say, well, look, well, I'm, you're going to be judged. And I'm going to be judged on those promises that he's making. Go ahead, Mark. 
But who are they lying to exactly? Because if, if we know the lion and they know that we know the lion, <laughs> who are they trying to lie to? I, I just don't understand. I, I, are they I, lying uh, to themselves to I, convince themselves that they're going to do this stuff? Because that's not happening, is it? They couldn't run a bath. No, it's it's wrong. I th- I think that there are people much better positioned to start making decisions because I don't think they're fit to govern. There's just too many things that are wrong. I tell you what, I tell you what we do have, we do have a very slick army because when they went in and they took over at the airports where border control was supposed to be, there were no queues. (laughs) There were no queues. The army had it all boxed off. I say, bring the army in. Let's have a military like takeover in the country. Let's go well, for it. They're, they're trained efficiently, so you put them in any role and they'll they'll, they'll succeed. Yeah, just for the I sake of getting Britain born, back born on. Winners, the born winners. That's what I mean. They don't want that, you know. What'd you oh, say, well, Trevor? Definitely aren't. Yeah, I, I was just thinking that just <laughs> something I heard the other day about you know what uh, in our particular age group, not not necessarily Matt, but when we say, because uh, are you saying he's a youngster? It is actually a youngster. Yeah. I don't want to quite word it like that. Yeah, but, what yeah. is it? Are we men in sheds meets, you know? Yeah, because if we actually say he's a youngster, that that, that just portrays it we're a little bit, you know. Older, oh, so you know? we're men in sheds meets last yeah, of so, the summer wine meets Ricky Gervais. Yeah, I mean, what, what I was thinking the other days, like when we go back to the 70s and things like that, uh-huh. and, you know, and they say, oh, God, they're here again, the old fogies. Oh, let's go back to the old days. But, I mean... You know, in in the 70s, remember, we had all them strikes that we had. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And, um... Oh. Oh, we seem to have that. Oh, don't we? Shut up, you. <laughs> no, but, I mean, in the 70s, at least if he was ill, you could go and see a doctor, couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah mean, I remember we, those days. Lost, and then if you rang, you know, if you got, if you were serious then you rang an ambulance, it was there, wouldn't be like two and a half, three minutes. And there was no we got, woke. We got burgled. Yeah, we got burgled. There was no woke. Police. I mean, for heaven forbid, we don't want to go back to that, do we? You know where you can get doctors and ambulances and things like that. Who do that? <laughs> no woke. What, you mean no. When had police. Go on, Mark. When the police were on the streets, they were arresting people for crimes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's outrageous. Back <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they actually when we used to have a police force. Yeah. Then. No woke. Yeah. No gender m- dysmorphia. None of that stuff. Oh, sorry. And genderism. We didn't have any of that. No, no we weren't. A man was a man and. A woman uh, was a woman. Case, a man was a man. And, and a woman was the chief was executive. <laughs> she still is. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody turned around to me. Yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't want to go back to that. I went in to do some shopping. Everybody wasn't offended. It was great. Yeah, I went in to do some shopping. Oh, and power cuts as well. All right, shut up now. I'm trying to speak. Who wants to get muted? <laughs> yeah, All right, me. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I went in to do some shopping and uh, the lady at the till turned around to me and she said to me, she said, how are you? I said, I'm suppressed, oppressed, repressed and depressed. <laughs> I said, what else do you need to know? <laughs> I said, I'm a, I'm a mere male in a female dominated world. She went, you poor thing. I said, do not mock the afflicted. And she just she just put a smile on her face. She was just laughing. She said, I've never really thought of myself as a member of the dominant race. I said, Yeah. Really? I said, What makes you give what makes me give you that look of disbelief on my face? Go ahead, Trevor. In fact, you've just triggered something there and it made me think. Kapow. Go ahead. I think it's 
I think it's a cracking thing that we can change to be a woman because we would then become the dominant race. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to transgender. <laughs> no, you don't have to I'm do that. To All you have yeah. to do, we just have to move to Scotland when the laws come in and we just self-identify as women. We don't even have to dress up. We just self-identify as women. straight to the top. Yep. There you we go. We would become the dominant race. I can't see anything wrong with that. Well... Here is something I to can. talk about. Okay, let's go on to the national. Because Steve's not here. Oh, my God. The program's not going to be three or four hours long. I mean, it's not that long anyway, but you know what I yeah. mean. Uh, anyway. It is, because you have to edit it all up, you told me. I know. It's because it's when he's up at the mic, I mean, you know, he did the same thing at that public meeting the other night. Gave him the mic. I said, don't hold it too close oh. to your mouth. And he's going, you can hear him breathing. And I'm going, oh, God, I'm going to have a heart attack listening to that breathing. I'm going to it was an ice cream. Oh, God, don't. I'm going to have to clean that mic now, aren't I? No, I did it for you. I took it to the washrooms and gave it a good wash. It was wet through. Oh, yeah, just dipped it in the toilet and spun it around a little bit. Yeah, Drip dry. Right, yeah, that's it. Look. New Pestminster scandal as Labour backbencher sparks fury by naming 20 colleagues on sexual harassment list sent to MPs via WhatsApp. Now, Trevor, I know that you are desperate, desperate, sir, to speak about this. Her name is Charlotte Nichols from Warrington North, your favourite MP. No. Go on. Oh, my God. I know. Well, well, I'm here again reporting on that's Shalot. <laughs> I call her that because hopefully she'll be gone by the next election. Oh, yes. Now, as I've said, I've said this many times, she is my new Diane Abbott. She just keeps giving and giving. Indeed. Uh, and on a serious note, I mean, you know, she's actually shaming my birth town here. I was born and bred in Warrington. I've lived in Warrington North for 40 years. Were you? Particular part of it. <laughs> were you born in <laughs> Warrington, were you? In Warrington, yeah, Mocha. Yeah. Now, I can't do a Warrington she, accent. I mean, <laughs> no, she, 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 she's shaming us time and time again. I mean, this is how long, how long has this been going on now? Well, I'll tell you how long it's going on. 2019 since she got in. <laughs> now... This time, it, it was a list, you just said there, Jonathan, of 20 MPs that are, um, to say, well, at least, sex pests. That's what she was calling them. It was the whisper list. The whisper list, yeah. Now, apparently, there was 40 on it originally. Oh, I now it's it gone down to 20. Now it's gone down to 20. She took the Labour ones off. She took the Labour ones off. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> now, Charlotte sent this list. So a band of 200, uh, the 2019 intake of Labour MPs. Okay. And she sent this list. She sent this list. This is a good one. At 3 a.m. on New Year's Day. Well, stroke. stroke Dangerous. Stroke day. Dangerous time. No, well, you, you, you know, on a WhatsApp group, as you said. Now you can make of that what you want. At that particular time, and we all know that in the past she's been a little bit partial to alcohol. But anyway, that, I'm not saying nothing. No. I'm just saying, make of that what you wish. She she admits and that then, she does in have true a drink. Charlotte style. Well, um, she didn't admit it the other night to me. I asked her on two occasions on a particular tweet, and she would not um, go into it anyway. 
but that's another story for another day. Okay. Now, and then in true in true Charlotte style, she removed it. Oh, what, she put it up and then she so, took it down? Yeah, she does it all the time. She does it on all the posts she puts up, but she don't realise that I uh, photo shoot them all anyway, or whatever you call it. Photo so shoot? You mean screenshot? That's it, yeah. I'm, I'm surrounded by such technical people. It's just unbelievable. Well, it's a photo for me. It's a photo shoot because I photo it and then it, I shoot it on the... That's what it is. Into this folder here. Into that folder and, and, there. And, and then, and well, it goes into folders and I don't know where the heck the folders go, but that's another one. <laughs> so now, he's, just, he's just a step up from Steve, really, isn't he, Mark? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in my opinion, she's just... This young lady's just, she's a very loose cannon, isn't she? There is a senior figure there who claimed to have seen the list that she put Uh out and said that as well as politicians who had previously faced harassment claims, it included a prominent Tory never publicly accused before. Go ahead, Trevor. Now, now Ms Nichols said that the list had been sent without context. Yeah, and as you said, uh, one senior figure who claim to have seen the list. These are all a senior figure, a spokesperson. We get yep. this in Warrington or a council all the time. A spokesperson, a spokeslady, a spokes whatever. They never say X said it, Y said it. You know, there's no accountability again. Anyway, one senior figure, as you said, who claimed to have seen the list, uh, said that there's um, somebody who's on there that wasn't on before, including a prominent Tory person whoever that is anyway she just she continually contradicts herself she says that she can't i was on a thread as i said the other day with a tweet and somebody was saying well why don't you why don't you complain to parliament about these people yeah and she turned around and she said it i will find it and i will again photo shoot it i will get a copy of it because she says in it that i can't report it i can't report the issues in the third sense yeah, again, last year, as Mark said earlier, that she's already claimed that she has been a direct victim of sexual misconduct at least a dozen times. And the other thing I don't get is that if she says that she's going to stand by everything that she said, why did she take the post down? That's, well, she does it. that's I what I can't I work out. She does it all the time. I, I, again, the other day on this tweet, I was, I was, I was chatting with her and... She was criticising, she was saying at last, um, Rishi Sunak's going to do something about MPs who would go abroad, get drunk and use sex workers. <laughs> That's, and I said, and that, I was, that was a second part of a story that I was going to go into, but go ahead. And I, and, and, and I messaged her and I said, I'm sorry, Charlotte, but I think you're on very, very rocky ground there as regards MPs going abroad and getting drunk. <laughs> and she said, no. That was a mental episode that I had. And then she came out with all sorts of stuff that she said, uh, sent me a post on on the Mind group. And I said, uh, uh, sorry, but the, you know the, um, the, the uh, oh, what they call, the institution called Mind. Yeah. Uh, and she said, I suggest that you read this. So I messaged her back again and I said, I did. I said, that was very interesting. Thank you for that information. Especially the section where it says alcohol and medication. You're very, just, you're very polite, sir. And then she just disappeared again. So I did thank her for the for the finger. Yes, Mark, can I just over to Mark for a minute? Go ahead, Mark. Yeah. Go ahead, Mark. Side. He's going to give way, Mark. Mark, yeah, he's going to give way. 
joking aside, like this is this is important stuff. This if a woman has been the victim of sexual misconduct twelve times, then this definitely needs investigating. Yeah. Now I say if because I'm open minded. Uh, I'm just wondering how come one lady managed to um, complain about one person, the MP from Chester, yet somebody can't complain about twelve. Now I find this ironic too. Her words were in this article. What's irresponsible is the lack of real action to sort out Westminster's sexual harassment problem, which is so endemic. Other MPs have to be warned about colleagues' behaviour. So I'm just wondering, why are they informing each other but not actually taking it to the relevant authorities, like the parliamentary authorities or the police? Yeah, fair comment, fair comment. It it is a fair comment because, you know, if it's that serious, it it needs to be dealt with. Indeed. It It got dealt with with the MP from Chester. So... Why not with all these? Well, that leads me, unless you've got... uh, Trevor, do you want to finish off that thing about Charlotte? Because it leads me into something else about Pestminster. Go ahead. Yeah, there's a thousand things I can say. I've got a a whole um, folder of the stuff that she's done. She's absolutely disgraced, Warrington, from 2019. Um, Even before she went into Parliament, before she went into politics, there's still a list of her. Um, atrocities that that, that that she's just comes out with, you know, as regards to football fans in Glasgow and I hope <laughs> they get... She's got a terrible, a terrible um, mouth on her. All right, okay. You know, and, I, and she should not be, she, you know, she's in public office. I know, she's, it's serious. I get you. I get you what serious, you're saying. She's not fit for public office. I'm sick of people continually. Well, know, somebody must have her back. Somebody must have her back. They must have. I totally agree with you that. I mean, she's got more victim cards, as I've said many a time. She's got a full pack. She's got the full 52. And she's certainly got a joker in there. God. Yeah. Right, and is it, And, uh, well, I can't say anything because there's a court case coming up very soon. But anyway, when you mention joker, go ahead, Mark. That, that is the joker, yeah, but we can't, we can't mention it. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Mark. Okay, just an observation. Isn't Charlotte, uh, Charlotte sorry, a lesbian? Well, Correct. no, no, she's bi. All uh, right, okay. Well, maybe I've got that. No, right she's now. not. She's not said she's gay. She said she's bi, uh, which right. again gives her another card. Oh, okay, my mistake. Yeah, she's I not. Just, I just cannot. I, I, you I cannot work all this stuff out, of, can you? Of why of why males would try it on with a lesbian, but okay, if she's bi, then that's fine. But there are stupid people in Parliament, so that does explain a lot. But well, by the by. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but why would you try it on the, um, you know, a lesbian? Exactly. By the by, well, well, you didn't say they were actually male, did you? No, <laughs> that's why I was saying are they female politicians? Yeah, they could uh, be. That's where, that's where they could be. This, you see, so mm. well, the offshoot of that, the new Pestminster scandal emerges that MPs use drunken parliamentary jollies abroad as cover to use sex workers, with one ex-Tory MP asking for directions to the nearest brothel scathing new investigation claims. All right, and this is a story from the Mail Online. Now, this involves all-party parliamentary groups. Now, you all know that I've got a particular beef against the all-party parliamentary group for music at the moment. But anyway, what they're saying is, when hosted abroad by diplomats, some stay on to pursue their interest in local women. 
Others engaged in drunken misbehavior to the annoyance of local officials. One former, one former, one former Tory MP. I'm getting excited listening to all of this. <laughs> one former Tory MP asked for directions to the nearest brothel in Southeast Asia. And yeah, once, but I didn't. Well, <laughs> one senior Labour MP displayed a fondness for Russian girls. Mm. I can understand that. Well, there you go. So, uh, no, and these are the all-party parliamentary groups. Now, those are cross-party associations of MPs who have a focus on a single topic or country, and it's been criticised by foreign officials for behavioural misconduct. Now, I I don't like it because they're not open to the scrutiny that MPs are. Apart from the fact that if you are a minister in the controlling government you don't get scrutinized as much as all the others but there you go i'll give way to mark see that parliamentary sock i'll give way to you mr stats there's just no consistency as the boys no. because if you think about it they like to sleep with russian women but yet they're sending uh, bombs and stuff over to kill the russian men just no <laughs> consistency <here. laughs> maybe it's because maybe they're voting for it because they want to get rid of all the russian men so it leaves only the russian women but hey, I There's mean, have you seen some of those babushkas? Delight. Just want consistency. What? All <laughs> yeah, fat or all thin? Big biscuits. <laughs> well, I get the feeling that because they're not as open to scrutiny as they should be, that quite literally there's a lot goes on basically under the radar. And I think that investigation, I don't think they're going to, it's going to surface, to be honest with you. I don't think it's going to surface. I know it's a, it's a shock story from from the Daily Mail. I mean, can you imagine the Daily Mail bringing anything out about the government, this government right now? You know, I mean, they were sad to see Bojo go. Did you like that, Bojo go? <laughs> Bojo go. Yeah, I mean, there was. I mean, I've heard of an MP that went over and uh, she got took off a plane and it went, after an episode, wound up in a wheelchair. Well, yeah, don't know. I don't want to go into that, but, you know. Well, okay. Those who live in glass houses don't. Shouldn't throw stones. stones. That's right. That's, That's right. That's all I can say. Well, listen, because the Raven isn't here, because we're going to talk more about uh, the public meeting that was had there and to, to see what he was doing in Blaken. And I thought he handled himself very well at that public meeting. I thought he was very polite. And yes, I totally agree. Yeah. Yes, I think, totally I think he did a good job, and he's totally. going to be calling another meeting. But at the moment, he's busy on those community issues that he was talking about at that public meeting. So I'm sure we're going to get the lowdown from him next week sometime. And so let's move on. Because he's not here, we're not tied. We can just do anything. We can jump up and down. We can say anything that we like, and we can talk about it. And we don't have to mute anybody. I feel, you know, my finger feels a little bit bereft that I haven't been able to go to the mute button and mute anybody. It's a different it's podcast tonight, completely. It yeah, is, it is, podcast. it is. Right, we're going to go on to the shout-outs and shout-downs, and I'm going to go straight across to stats, stats, tell me, tell me, tell me. Shout-outs, shout-down. This is the new year. You're supposed to be happy. I know. I wanted to start with a positive, but I've seen this story today, and I just can't. So my shout-down is to the Police Crime Commissioner and Cheshire Police because apparently residents are being asked in Cheshire if they would be prepared to pay more tax towards the cost of policing. More tax. Brilliant. 
Well, because apparently they've made all these improvements that no one's really felt the, the benefits of. There's only one advantage to what he's doing, and that is that he's asking for public opinion on what areas that the policing should be concentrating on. I would say every area, to be honest with you. But, you know, what can you do? I mean, are we to make a choice from a, like a shop? You know, do, you wanna, do you want more emphasis on burglaries? Do you want more emphasis on traffic? Do you want more emphasis? That's pretty much the way the survey goes, John, yeah. You know, uh, you get your op- you get your options, and if you pick no increase, obviously, then you get this dire warning that you know levels going to drop. Things are going to be Why bad. shouldn't why shouldn't they just show us some results before we start paying more? Mm-mm. Why do we keep have to pay more? We have to pay more and more for less and less. Give us some results, and then we might consider backing you. Well, listen, and that's the government. Com- that's commercial. The way that you're describing that, because you look the downsizing of any products that we get in the stores i mean especially like a bag of quality streets i mean you used to get a massive tin for something and then it was squashed down and then it became a bag and then the bags got smaller although they look the same size you got less in it go ahead i give way in that parliamentary way again to mr statsman go ahead sir Thanks very much. That was one of the options on the survey, actually, value for money. So I had to take that one, obviously. But apparently they're looking at 6.4% because it's to do with inflation. So again, the public are being punished for a problem that we didn't cause. We didn't cause inflation. Well, if Richard Tice got his way and they were able to increase the tax threshold so that the 20000 was the mark after which you got taxed, then maybe people might be more willing to maybe even countenance spending more. But right now, I, I'm, I'm not sure that it's the right thing to be doing. Although, yeah, well, that's, that's the other thing. I mean, people are finding it difficult. And the energy companies, I don't know what they're doing, but they keep on bumping up people's direct debits. That's all I'm reading on certain stories that are coming out. And, and I just, I, I think that they're actually doing a money grab at the moment because they know that there is going to be a massive, massive change in, in the way that the public thinks about them. And there yes. could be a lot of disobedience. Go on. Go ahead, Mark. Yep. Uh, just like everybody to get involved, there is a, there is a survey. I, I don't normally send people to Cheshire Live, uh, but that, that's where the article is. Wash your by. mouth out, so sir. Well, you could always bypass it and go straight to the uh, police website. Indeed, in the, that's what I would say. The survey there, because I think, it, well, smartsurvey.co.uk. And as I say, it says no increase, and you tick that box, and it said this increase would require a reduction in services significant, significantly beyond the 6.7 million savings already identified. So, so now it's, it into a now it's an online so, survey. Yeah. So... Before, it used to be, if your council tax went up over 5%, you had to have a referendum. Yeah. yeah. And then all that got kicked through the window. Oh, yeah, it's all, it's all changing. It's all changing. There's no, there's no local democracy, so this is something I want to put back into the area. Well, why uh, don't you I, I, stand, I, I, sir? Well, I did last time, and that was, one of the, that was one of my priorities, so never say never. Okay. I might again next time. All right, yeah. okay. Well. Because I just don't think the public now should be footing these bills anymore. No. There, there is something wrong. There's too much money flying out of this country, literally. Do you know, John? If they could be, if you if they could spend money responsibly, then 
maybe I'd consider it. But when it all, a lot of it gets spent on this diversity and inclusion nonsense, then I'm sorry, but that is nothing to do with policing. No, I agree with you. And when the and when the um, employee employee employing people and the, and there's no white people allowed to apply it. Oh, it's, it's just, just crazy. It's just racist. So I'm not giving. I don't want to give any extra money to racist, useless police. I'm sorry, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, Trevor, That's go ahead. Shout out or shout down. What is it going to be? Are you going to be a happy bunny? No, it's more of an update, actually. It's an, it's an update. Oh, oh. Remember, remember Julie Andrews? You know Mary Poppins? Oh, yeah. yeah well, just, just a spoonful uh, yeah, of sugar just helps the police increase go down. <laughs> <laughs> a spoon, yeah, a spoonful of sugar. Yes. I've just heard that she's uh, she's no longer, she won't, well, she won't be from now on, and, uh, be endorsing this cheap lipstick anymore. Oh, yes. Yeah, apparently it crumbles easily and it gives her bad breath. So in a statement she's released, she explained it, actually, that the super colour fragile lipstick gives me halitosis. <laughs> that is so a ter- yeah, yeah, this is and last I, of the summer wine now territory. It's horrible, isn't it? Oh, she blaming, she blaming lipstick for bad breath, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can when you're was. I loved Julie Andrews. One quick one my loony for 23. I'm, oh, please. I'm, I'm renaming it loony for 23, yeah. Okay. Uh, what we're going to do, um, well, it's, it's about the government whips. I mean, it's, it's apt that we've been about government all night. Government whips will only be used if a politician has been really, really bad. What, really uh, naughty? Minor offense. Oh, yeah, minor offences should receive the political slipper. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That pants down, is it? That's pants down. <laughs> Who's going to be the headmaster or the headmistress? Well, well, you know, they, they do sort of, you know, frequent those games, don't they? In the, Indeed, in especially education. yes, at Pestminster. That's a word. Um, right? Have you got a shout out or a shout down? Anything that you want to say? No, not really. Just a, a shout out for a, a very very happy new year. Oh yes, I I, I should have wished all our listeners, all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me, you, and stats. <laughs> I wish you'd have wished well, them. Another one tied to the chair in the living rooms. They've got to listen to it. <laughs> you force them. Get in there, listen to this. Laugh, laugh. When we hold up the sign, laugh. Okay. I am going to really, really. Mm, I'm going to shout down the energy companies because I'm sick of those people. The gas prices have gone down to pre-Ukraine war prices and they're just raping the scene at the moment and that's yes. all of them and we're, we're actually sitting on trillions and trillions of our own energy resources and i don't understand why we're not using them it's just incredible we should we should be using them why aren't we using them what's going on why are we buying in you know why are we not building Money. storage uh, maybe we should put Money. ai in charge of the government Maybe we might start getting some sort of common sense out of everybody. Do you remember AI in the 70s? Yeah. And they take them, they take those potatoes and they smash them all to bits. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Many, many podcasts ago, the famous Sunderland YAI. AI. Good. AI. They would remember Cadbury's Fruit and Nut. Are you a Cadbury's Fruit and Nut case? Mark doesn't remember any of these. No, I don't remember that. Yes, I do. When adverts were actually like funny, 
Real adverts. I well, love them. I used to watch Tally, to be honest, with them anymore. Well, they used to have white people in then. then. You probably won't remember <laughs> that. <laughs> no. There was, a, no. There was something on... What, really? Did there was, we? Wow. There was Did something on TikTok the other day and said, mm-hmm. where have all the white people gone from adverts? I know, I've seen that. Yeah. Message, that was just, message, oh, it just it? cracked me up. I mean, there's nobody can take offence at that. I mean, I don't care if they do, but I mean, you know, when these things are public, you know, and they're putting them out in the public, I mean, the best one is Family Guy. <laughs> I love the way that Family Guy <laughs> describes all those things. I mean, on one of those little things, he turns around and he says, and he said, little drummer them. <laughs> Right. He's talking about a nativity scene. Anyway, little drummer them because, for God's sake, you know what? You know what would happen if we called him drummer boy? <laughs> Was that the three wise genderless men? That's yeah, it. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and he called baby Jesus, wasn't that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Before yeah. before we go, Steve wants a shout out. I said I'd do it for him. For who? For Steve, because he's not here. Oh yeah. Well, no, I'm happy that he's not here. <laughs> no, but he wants me to do his shout out. He wants me to thank Elon Musk for giving me my Twitter account back. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, I'm calling time. And Steve, it's another one that Steve owes us at the bar. So we're going to the bar anyway, and we're going to put it on his tab because he's not here. So that's it. Simple as that. So, hey, well, that's um, it. Today, today it's free beer. He's missed it. Yeah, he's missed no, it. We've been blocked by the barman because his tab's far too big. Not paid it. <laughs> Well, this is it. We're going to say goodbye. I, I, I actually really enjoyed that program without Steve. My finger was looking to go onto that mute button and I couldn't find it. You know what I mean? It just didn't work. And because I, I, there was nothing that I want. I didn't want to mute any of you guys. Anyway, I've enjoyed it. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Stats, say goodbye to these wonderful people. No, I've definitely enjoyed it. Goodbye all. And goodbye to all our lovely listeners. Indeed. And the gazelle, sir. You know, halitosis. Oh, my God. I certainly enjoyed it. I think think we need more of these. I think we need... uh, That's a mute Steve show. (laughs) (laughs) We're under an hour on this one. And then we'll get him a T-shirt that says, hashtag justice for Steve. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We'll We'll just turn around and just say, it's our thing now, Steve. I'm sorry. That's it. We don't care if you're going I to be a counsellor. I believe he's admitted he's doing community <laughs> I think he's pretty shameful, that. Uh, well, I have to say, I, I can't wait for us to go video, I tell you. I can really, really can't wait. I so, can. Why? The probably can as well. <laughs> <laughs> With what they've got to see. Yeah, it's going to be a nuisance. I'm going to have to put some clothes on. <laughs> Might help. <laughs> and and we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be putting together live shows as well. That's gonna be neat. Oh, I tell you, I'm gonna love that. You're I'm definitely gonna, gonna have to put some clothes on for them. Trevor. Yeah, you are, Trevor. <laughs> you have to oh, do yeah. that. Do you? Anyway, I'll say he's not a gazelle. He's a bull. <laughs> he's full of bull. <laughs> he's black from the waist down. <laughs> hey, we'll see if the police start doing the job. Then won't we? I go around naked. <laughs>